0: Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, October 6th. Today's big idea? Baseball is a solve for our national wounds. Last weekend in Cleveland, I completed a personal quest to visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. I've been thinking a lot this week about what I learned during my five-year journey. Our country has been in a slump, and the world is a tinderbox. But the most existential threat facing the republic right now? even greater than war with North Korea, is a loss of faith in our public institutions. Polarization and tribalism seem to be tearing our country apart. With so many reasons to worry that the center may not hold an American life, baseball steps into the breach. If you're ever losing faith in this country, go to a game. Baseball's appeal transcends the political, racial, geographic, socioeconomic, generational, and educational lines that cleave America. The Washington Post conducted a national poll in August about sports. 45% of Americans describe themselves as big fans of pro baseball. Unlike several other sports, similar shares of Republicans, Democrats, and Independents are fans of baseball. About the same number of whites say they love the game, as do people of color. An almost equal share of urbanites, suburbanites, and rural residents are fans. Baseball belongs to all of us. While I've gone to lots of games with governors and congressmen at stadiums across the country as part of my job, the interactions I remember most vividly are with perfect strangers who struck up conversations with me during a pitching change or the seventh inning stretch. A first generation Mexican immigrant in Oakland told me during a Memorial Day game about how much he loves our country and prizes his citizenship. A soldier in Kansas City who just got home from his second tour in Afghanistan told me about one of his buddies who didn't make it back. An aspiring stand-up comedian tried to make me laugh during a White Sox game in Chicago by practicing a routine. These are the kinds of everyday Americans who fill the stands day after day. And I'd be remiss not to mention the food. Humphrey Bogart had it right when he said that a hot dog at a ballpark is better than a steak at the Ritz. But it's not just hot dogs and peanuts and Cracker Jacks anymore. I've enjoyed pierogies in Pittsburgh, ahi tuna tacos in San Diego, and a Cuban sandwich in Tampa. These regional differences are worth celebrating. The range of tasty food is a great metaphor for the virtues of federalism. One of my favorite things about baseball is that it offers a good comeback story almost every year. It wasn't clear that Cleveland would even make the playoffs a few months ago. Then they won 22 straight games. Now they're a top contender to win the World Series. Maybe that's what America needs right now, a comeback. The national pastime reminds us that there's nothing wrong with America that can't be fixed by what's right about America, our persistence, our diversity, and our ability to deliver in the clutch. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, President Trump is expected to announce next week that he will decertify the international nuclear deal with Iran, saying it is no longer in the interest of the United States the move would mark the first step in a process that could result in the reimposing of U.S. sanctions against Iran. That could derail and undermine the deal that Barack Obama reached in 2015 with Iran and five other nations. This expected announcement amounts to a middle ground of sorts for Trump. He's long wanted to withdraw from the agreement altogether. Meanwhile, many congressional leaders and senior diplomatic, military, and national security advisors say the deal is worth preserving with changes. Number two, The Trump administration plans to scrap Obama's signature and controversial Clean Power Plan, which reduced greenhouse gas emissions from the nation's power plants. The Trump administration argues that the previous administration overstepped its legal authority. In a copy of the proposal obtained exclusively by The Washington Post, the EPA does not offer an alternative plan for regulating emissions of carbon dioxide, which the Supreme Court has ruled the agency is obligated to do. Rather, the agency said it plans to seek public input on how to cut emissions from natural gas and coal-fired power plants. Number three, the National Rifle Association on Thursday unexpectedly offered support for an effort to restrict a device used in the Las Vegas massacre. The NRA's announcement gives political cover to a growing number of Republicans who have indicated a willingness to consider regulating what are called bump stocks, That's a device that allows a semi-automatic rifle to mimic the rapid discharge of a fully automatic weapon. It isn't clear whether this move signals an opening for further action or, frankly, how serious the NRA is about getting it done. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, October 6th. You can read much more, including on my trips to all 30 baseball stadiums, at washingtonpost.com daily202. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you on Monday.